Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mind Your Works Unscripted, a series for candid discussions with less preparation and more conversation. I'm here today with my co-host, Jose Espinosa. Say hello, Jose. Hey. Nice. Very, uh, very charming. <laughs> and we're going to be talking to you guys today about unlimited vacation time or unlimited personal time off or PTO or paid time off, depending on how you want to say it. These are all different things. We'll pull it apart a little bit and talk about the pros and cons. This episode was actually a recommendation from one of our listeners, which is awesome. Thank you. It came from Brian. So we appreciate suggestions and ideas. And I think this is a really interesting topic to discuss because it is something that a lot of employees love. I think a survey from Society of Human Resource Management found that over 70% of employees love the idea of unlimited personal time off or paid time off. But there's a lot of articles out there, and from personal experience too, it can be kind of a dangerous policy that kind of restricts some freedom from employees depending on the organization's culture. So we're going to chat about that today. One of the main reasons I think this is a really worthwhile topic, it's in part because I think it's also becoming more common. The idea that you get unlimited paid time off or unlimited personal time off probably always sounded good to employees, but now I think it's being increasingly implemented. My sister works in the tech sector, and this is, uh, I mean, the few times I've discussed it with her, it's kind of par for the course. Everybody does this now in tech. And I think it's probably going to start trickling down to other uh, other kinds of industries as well. Let's just get our terminology straight here really quick before we dive in, because I, I want to stop saying unlimited PTO or personal or whatever. So vacation is vacation, right? It's, it's um, time off for a purpose. PTO can stand for personal time off or paid time off. We're going to talk about, let's say paid time off. And this it was really just like for salaried employees, it's trickier, I think, if you're paid hourly. Um, I don't think unlimited paid time off is really a thing if you're hourly. Yeah. Usually hourly positions, really the person has to be working like pretty consistently. They're, 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 there's, there's more oversight, I think. Like if you think about more manual labor jobs, they are hourly, right? And if you're not there, people notice and they need to find a substitute for you quickly. So you can't just like duck out for two hours to go to the dentist. You need to plan for that. So I think the whole unlimited vacation thing, it really comes from tech and it comes from salaried positions where the person is not paid by the hour. Generally, what we want to say is we're always talking about whether you're ducking out for two hours to go to the dentist, whether you have to take a day because, you know, there's maybe a, a strike. So the schools aren't running that day. So you need to take care of a, of a child or whether it's about, hey, I'm going to take two weeks off um, to go, you know, explore something uh, somewhere else in the world. That'd be interesting for me to do. Still, all of those things are paid. And I think that's the main thing we want to focus on. The company is going to be compensating you for the time, even though you're not there, right? Yeah, for whatever reason you're out there, whether it's for leisure or for errands or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Unlimited vacation, first of all, is not unlimited. My philosophy on it, and I think there's a lot of articles that have the same kind of perspective, is that unlimited PTO opens the employee up to being taken advantage of by the organization if the organization does not have a good culture around vacation and time off. Mainly because in an organization where you have a mandated, let's say, three or four weeks of vacation, the organization has to give you that time. And so if you don't use your vacation at the end of the year, you will get that three or four weeks paid out. Whatever you don't end up using, you'll get paid for that which is like, that's too bad you didn't get time off or maybe you didn't want time off, but you will get compensated for that. And some people want that money rather than want the time off, which is fair. With unlimited vacation, there is no minimum. So if you use zero days of your unlimited days, you get no money at the end of the year. And some work cultures are, you know, unfortunately very toxic and people work a lot and they get burnt out. 
we had an episode about about crunch mode or crunch time as well in in the gaming industry, and this is a potentially good example of it. These people would often get unlimited PTO, but wouldn't have the chance to use it because they're being worked like crazy and sometimes working 70, 80 hour weeks. And at the end of the year, they wouldn't get any time off uh, or get paid for their time off. So it's like you can see how this can go sideways very quickly, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and at the danger of taking too far a detour, in a lot of our episodes, we often talk about workplace cultures and the workplace environments and, and the great effect that can have on people taking advantage of opportunities, et cetera, that sort of thing. And we have avoided doing an episode on how IO psychology views culture for a very specific reason. And that reason is that it's incredibly complicated and the research is, is really kind of hard to parse. And I think that's because cultures are so idiosyncratic and they're so unique and they tend to have so much influence that it's kind of hard to tease them apart from everything else. And I think when you talk about something like unlimited vacation, unlimited PTO, that's exactly where it's going to have the kind of pervasive effect where trying to to shift how that policy is used and how that policy is perceived by people who work there is going to be almost impossible unless you start it from scratch because all of the cultural influence that's in your organization has been around for a very long time before you implemented this policy. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. You can't just like throw a policy in like this if the organizational culture isn't ready for it. You need a lot of trust in the organization. Obviously, like vacation is still at the discretion of a manager. And if many managers in the organization don't want their employees to take time or employees are afraid to ask for time from their manager, at least having a minimum number of vacation days like protects the employee administratively. I think one interesting thing about the unlimited PTO thing is the idea that vacation time is also a thing that you use to reward your employees. So usually based on seniority, sometimes you'll get more vacation the longer you are with the organization. And if you just say everybody has a limited vacation, now you've kind of taken away one of the little levers you used to have to reward your good performers or to reward loyalty and staying with your organization. Um, yeah. So it even has some downsides that you might not think about from a management perspective. Yeah, that's a good point. I, d- I didn't think about that. And so that kind of takes like a motivator that organizations have traditionally used off the table mm-hmm. when you have a limited vacation, right? I, th- I think what has replaced that is employees could be rewarded by negotiating more flexible work arrangements with their manager, right? Um, working remotely one day a week or taking, you know, one day a week or half a day a week off consistently so they can meet their life demands or, or whatever they need to do. Um, that flexibility, I think, is kind of maybe taking a step in as work has become more vir- virtual and we have more flexibility R- rather than, you know, if you put in 10 years, you get that extra week of vacation. It's very like traditional. That's a really good point in the sense that I think it's for in most cases, unlimited PTO comes with some amount of flexibility, because if it means that you're going to be leaving work, you know, to go to a dentist appointment, you're going to leave two hours earlier. What's probably happening is that that worker is going to make up either the time, the exact two hours or whatever work they would have gotten done at some other point. Like, I think it's unlikely that it's just that that time is going to be cut out from their productivity. Usually I think PTOs experience as partly flexibility, right? It's you're going to make up this work somewhere along the way. Yeah, that's true. And I guess this is probably a good time for me to talk about my personal experience with it because I do have unlimited vacation where I work. Mm-hmm. And I've been very fortunate to have a manager um, who's not working with me anymore, but she was very pro work-life balance and understood the need to take time off so you can actually bring your best self to work every day, which I, I respected a lot. And so we were very fortunate to have a culture on our team where unlimited vacation was used. And, I, and we'd probably take a reasonable amount per year, like maybe four 
four weeks of vacation a year or something like that. But we could also take time during the day when we needed to, you know, no questions asked to do what we needed to do, whether it's for an appointment or just take time because you're not feeling good. Like there was never any pressure to just be there and just show up to look like you're being productive. And because I was given that trust and because we had that that great culture, I would often make up time during the evening or during a time when it works better for me. Like I, I'm more productive in the evening and I could I could spend an hour in the evening and get the same amount done than it would take me three hours in the afternoon because I'm absolutely useless after lunch some days. So rather than forcing me to be productive, you know, 100% of the time during the day, I can redistribute that work in a way that makes sense for me. And first of all, I'm happier. And second of all, I'm arguably more productive in less time because I can choose when I want to work. And then if I'm feeling burnt out or getting close to the point of exhaustion, I can take time off, you know, no questions asked, but I, I will always get my work done. I'll always show up for meetings. I'll do presentations when I need to, but it just generally creates a better work environment, I would say. Yeah. And, and I think the idea of, of unlimited PTO is that it fits really well with concepts like results only work environments, right? The idea that ultimately we know that people work differently. What we care about is that you kind of hold up your end of the bargain as an employee and perform accordingly. So sometimes if I feel like, you know, Hey, I'm having a really tough day. Like I can't get past this roadblock at work. I'm going to take the extra, you know, 30 minutes during lunch to go and just have a walk and kind of clear my head on top of having lunch like I regularly would. Like those kinds of little things feed into this idea that, hey, all we care about is getting the job done and getting it done right rather than making sure you're here for X amount of hours. But in practice, again, I think it's really hard to do right. Yeah, it is. And it also requires you to do accurate performance tracking too. So doing good goal setting with the employee in the first place to make sure that they have um, reasonable but challenging goals that are you know specific enough so you can actually track progress and get feedback based on that. Because if you're not measuring performance, it is hard to see if you know someone is taking too much time off or they're not as productive as they should be. And in knowledge work, work is, is much more unstructured and potentially harder to measure. So special attention has to be paid at like the managerial level, like the the direct manager level at measuring this performance well and evaluating the employee's work to make sure they're actually achieving organizational objectives. Yeah. And I think from the perspective of fairness, the other thing I would say is on top of good performance uh, appraisal and management, you should also think really clearly about how good your role clarity and role distinctions are in your organization because you don't want it to be one person who's taken a lot of time off And even though they think they might be hitting their goals and they might be performing well, actually what's happening is that the role is just ambiguous enough that it bleeds into other people's roles. So other people have to kind of pick up the slack. Yeah, that's true. So if you can kind of do good project management, do good management in general, and and allow people to know exactly what is and what is not their responsibility, I think you're going to get a lot of advantages of something like unlimited PTO because people know exactly what's expected of them. And they know that other people are not going to be responsible for picking up whatever they're not doing, right? So I think if we take a step back and we think about the the overall pros and cons of this kind of policy. The pros is that in, a, in the appropriate environment, it gives a lot of trust to employees and it can make people quite happy um, because they've allowed a lot of flexibility. On the con side, it puts the onus in the organization and managers to actually put other structures in place and, and have like robust uh, performance management to ensure that people are getting their work done and you know checking in at, at, at decent points because employees can take advantage of it as well. Employees can take advantage of it and so can the organization. So it creates a, a balancing act that you don't see when you have structured you know three or four week vacation policies. Absolutely. And, and I think that's an interesting way of putting it when you say, when we talk about a structure vacation or paid time off policy, when you take away the structure from that, 
you have to put the structure somewhere else. And, and I think if we were going to make recommendations as IELTS psychologists, there are kind of key little places for organizations to put structure that are just good overall, have a really good performance management structure, have a really good onboarding and training process, both for your direct workers, as well as your managers, and have a, a really good structure in terms of clarifying roles and people knowing what they're responsible for. So if you put those structures down there, it's actually going to trickle towards a whole bunch of other stuff beyond just your unlimited PTO policy. Yeah, that's a really good point. And this actually um, makes me think of another thing that's really critical. And so with unlimited vacation, many organizations end up not tracking vacation days for employees because it's unlimited. They don't, they don't think they have to. I would actually disagree with that approach. And so employees might feel uncomfortable putting in their vacation days if they have unlimited vacation because they might be like, oh, why am I doing this? Why do I have to, the organization spying on me and, and making sure I'm not taking too many. If you can build a culture in the organization where employees trust to put in that vacation time, um, I would encourage managers to, to ensure that employees are putting in their time because at the organizational level or the department level or whatever, you want visibility into how much vacation time people are taking, not because you want to rein people in, in who are taking too much vacation. I think managers can, can handle that in most cases. I would be more worried about departments who are not taking enough vacation. So you'll probably find that with an unlimited vacation policy, employees are taking, let's say, three to five weeks maybe of vacation overall. If you find that there are certain teams where people are not putting in any vacation whatsoever, or maybe half a week a year, that's a red flag that you need to address. Um, so it's important yeah. to be able to track these metrics to make sure that you have like good organizational health across the company. Yeah, and obviously we come from a IELTS psychologist background where like data is really important and really useful. But I think that most of the time, as long as you can get people to trust that you're not using the data for quote unquote evil, Data is the best way to make good, sound decisions that benefit both the organization and the employee. Yeah, and, and protect employees from a manager who may be creating a subculture in the organization that's not healthy. So that's pretty much all we have for today. I think that the takeaway here is that unlimited vacation is, is a pretty cool thing that <laughs> can be tricky to use. Um, but I personally like it. We will be back soon with more episodes, but in the meantime, if you have ideas for episodes, you can definitely email us at mindyourworkpodcast at gmail.com uh, or send us a tweet at mindyourwork.io or find us at mindyourwork.io where you can find previous episodes uh, where we talk about many of the other things that we mentioned this time around. I'm Jose. I'm Nicholas. And we'll see you soon. Less preparation and canon discussions for canon discussions. discussions. Why is this tagline so complicated, man? <laughs> I don't Candid know. You discussions wrote discussions <laughs> with this is this is like a lot of words. Okay, <laughs> but it rolls off the tongue. It does not. All right, hold on. <laughs> <laughs>